I sound, Frank? Oh, you sound great. Little, I'm a little, I'm <clears throat> a little rough, rough in the, yeah. uh, the throat here. It's not bad though. Um, I'm gonna mix up a little. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh. I pulled something. So I, you know, um, I don't know if you've noticed. I'm, I'm huge now. I, I've been working out a lot. Yeah, I noticed. Did you notice I'm huge now? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've been working out more. I pulled something in my neck. Ooh. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Uh, yeah. I mean, you're talking to the guy who invented neck problems. It sucks. Yeah. It's like kind of hard to talk sort of. Ooh, in the front of the neck. Yeah. Like it, so I always pull something in the back of my neck. Yeah. Like kind of, kind of like from my neck down into my upper back and then I can't turn my head like for mine's more like I'm lifting and I'm like <laughs> the, whole time, the whole time. So, um, yeah, it started when I was lifting. I, uh, it was when, uh, what was that? 2016 when I was super fucking jacked. No idea. 2015. I think you remember. <laughs> I think, I think, I think people were keeping, keeping, I mean, it comes up, it comes up every episode, but, yeah. uh, so the exact date isn't important way back when I was <laughs> extremely yoked. Uh, -huh. I was, uh, you know, benching extremely hard every Saturday. Yeah. This is, this is weight room talk. <laughs> <laughs> With Frank and Eric, uh -huh. in case you're new to the cast. Uh -huh. uh, no. Um, mm. uh, anyway, yeah. so I was bench pressing with our buddy Duncan. Yep. We would meet every Saturday to do the the pyramid, you know? Yep. And one day I was benching and I just felt something pop. Oof. And it felt like it popped from like the top of my skull down to my ass. <laughs> God. <laughs> and then I couldn't turn my head for like three weeks and I had to go to physical therapy. Oh my God. And in physical therapy, <laughs> they would just give me like a deep tissue massage, which was great. Yeah. And then they would make me do exercises. But have you ever done physical therapy no. or anything? So I don't believe it. That, okay. That's fair. <laughs> um, cause I don't believe in it either after yeah. having gone through it. Yep. And I, I'm sorry if I insult anyone with this assessment about physical therapy, but I, I felt like physical therapy was for people who like don't use their bodies yeah, and then exactly. they hurt themselves and then they have to go somewhere where someone shows them how to use their body. It's like going to improv class. People who aren't funny are, try, are now using things to be funny. <laughs> right. 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 Um, and, and so I went in and they had, um, they had like a, a, like a rowing machine, like, like not a, not a, not a like cardio rowing machine, but like a weight stack yeah, yeah. rowing machine. And they were like, okay, so Eric, we're going to have you sit on this and I know where this is going. you're going to pull the bars back. Can I have more weight, please? Yeah. And I was like, can you give me a little more weight, <laughs> a little more weight until I was doing the whole stack <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay, I don't think that's the problem. I think you're fine there. But then I, I just kept showing up for the massages and then my insurance didn't cover it. So I was paying like a hundred bucks for like a 20 minute massage. Yeah. And then, you know, I just got over it. <laughs> that, just got over that's it. That's my physical therapy. I got over it. And now sometimes run some dirt on it. Sometimes when I go to brush my teeth, I'll lift my toothbrush wrong and I can't turn my head for three days. Yeah, I've hurt myself pretty badly over the past two, three years, falling off my bike and falling from the sky doing uh, pull-ups. Uh, and I haven't gone to physical therapy once. That I, I, I wouldn't recommend of, it. It just goes away eventually. It's like a thousand degrees in your apartment. <laughs> I, uh, you know, sometimes if I do something wrong or like I use my arms too much, my wrist hurts quite badly from the fall. Yeah. Uh, but it goes away, you know? <laughs> I have a fan here, but I think it's going to be problematic for the 
cast. If it's too loud, I'll just sweat this cast out. That's <laughs> okay. Fine. All right. We'll crank it up to see what happens. Uh, so welcome to Frank and Eric. Yep. It's been a long time. Uh, we recorded somewhat recently, but that's going to be a dead episode. Yeah. Uh, we talked a lot. Of, just the two of us talking about wearing retainers. Yeah. We talked a lot about Invisalign. <laughs> Eric has Invisalign now. I used to have it. Talked a lot about uh, my thoughts about uh, fatherhood and accidentally getting women pregnant, yeah. which I have since recanted. Uh, I've scrubbed my Twitter of all of those ideas. Um, so yeah, we're just moving forward. And I am a father now. Yes. Has that been said on the cast? <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't think we've recorded. There's been a lot of warm up. Yeah. To it. I am now a father. Congratulations. Cannot be recanted. I am just a father now. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, you know, uh, for those of you out there who are familiar with the Frank and Eric canon, uh-huh. you know, I'm assuming it's only people we know who listen to that at this point. So there's, yeah, there's only, only people who have my cell phone number <laughs> listen now. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> it's like my 83 year old aunt yeah. and uh, a guy you went to college with. Yeah. Um, but if those of you out there who are familiar with the canon probably recall that I would regularly rail against an archetype that I labeled fat dads. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, well, okay. Yeah. I'm sure that there's a saying, mm. you know, Mark Twain probably said something about sticking around too long and you become the thing that you hate yeah. or yeah. Uh, uh, something like that. I sit before you now, <laughs> a fat dad. Well, I was going to say, no offense, but you're kind of going down the fat dad road before you became a dad. Excuse me? Can <laughs> <laughs> you get a fucking circle pit? <laughs> oh my God. Turn that off. Um, but you, you know, like no offense, but like, you know, remember that summer you bought clothes at Home Depot? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I live in Brooklyn, New York again. Uh huh. I don't live you lived in Brooklyn then. No, no, no. You did. No, you were in your old apartment when you bought those shorts from Home Depot. That's not true. No, I bought those shorts at Home Depot. Upstate. I know. Maybe you bought it upstate, but you were, we were in your apartment when we recorded that. That doesn't sound right to me. Okay. Well, listen, I want to go on record <laughs> as acknowledging that that was a huge mistake. Which part? The fat dad part or the shorts or what? The fat part, the dad part, and the shorts part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I... Um, so, it's funny. I was just actually talking to my mother-in-law about this. But... Uh, about- about my feelings. About being a fat dad. About being a fat dad. Yeah. Um, She's like, well, you are, so... Uh, get over it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to real life. Now, I'm saying that, um, <clears throat> you know, so we moved upstate for two years, and during my time upstate, I was able to sort of let go. I didn't have a lot of things to compare myself to. Let go to. in like a, uh, like a 70s free, free man kind of way, like freeing your mind. No, no. More like, 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 like getting a, more a, like getting an elastic waistband and letting go. Y- yes. Get, <laughs> getting a dessert at every meal. Yeah. You know? That's why vacation not? life. If you're going to get a cup of coffee, why not get a little cookie with it's it? It's true. You know? It's true. Um, so you do that for two years and you blow up <laughs> like I did. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we stopped caring you about- that. You weren't that fat though. You weren't like- 
That's Jimmy Glick fat. That's because I got this big frame. Yeah. I stretch it out. How much did you gain? Do you know? I put on. When, I, when I'm gaining weight, I don't avoid. I avoid a scale. Really? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't own a scale, but I'll avoid a scale. So <laughs> I felt like I was fat before we moved. Yeah. But I look at pictures of myself from then now. And I mean, I could, I could, <clears throat> I could jack off to those pictures frankly <laughs> I, lo- I look at gym selfies from before oh, we God. moved and i'm like do you take a lot of gym selfies no but sometimes yeah i get a pump on you know okay. you want to capture that yeah i never do that uh, i used to i used to work out at the um there's a lot of gym talk on this episode yeah i used to work out at the fort green crunch yeah the one on on fulton over here yes yeah me, the guy from the good place, uh-huh. just fucking getting yoked. Mm-hmm. And they had a really like nice, dark, shadowy mirror in the, in the men's so room. So it's less embarrassing? No, it just like makes everything look super defined. Nice. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like the kind of like just the right lighting. I've never done it. <clears throat> oh, I got some shit that would <laughs> knock your socks off. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I, there are these kids who work out in the YMCA I go to. They're like 18. They have kind of like like a sort of floppy haircut, you know? Yeah. That kids have now. Um, and they're shredded. Yeah. They're totally shredded. I mean, granted, they're 18, but they're totally shredded. Shredded young hard bodies. Yes. Got it. And they're usually wearing like um, basketball jerseys or something. But they lift up their shirt past their nipples in the mirror yes. over and over again in the yeah. middle of the gym. Yeah. Not even the locker See room. See what's popping, you know? Just it's crazy. It I saw a, a middle-aged- It's your whole torso. I was uh, walking my dogs today and it was, it was kind of warm today and I saw a middle-aged man walking down the sidewalk. When I say middle-aged, I'm middle-aged, but this guy was probably like 55. Sure. And he, he, he was wearing like a um, polo, <clears throat> polo shirt. Yeah. And he just had it rolled up. <laughs> yeah, had that's it, what fat guys do. Had it perched on the top of his belly. Yeah, just to get some air in there. <laughs> yeah, got to air it out. And I was like, "Fuck, man, I envy you." Yeah, to be just, that free, just to be like, "What's up, world? <laughs> this is what I'm about." I never, I will never be that free. Oh, me neither. Even when I'm like in very good shape, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll take my shirt off. Yeah, I my shame runs so deep. Yeah, uh, but you run topless though. <clears throat> Sometimes, yeah. But it's like it's sort of a it's it's um it's not an act of pride. It's sort of a self destructive act of you know violence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> against myself, <laughs> against myself and the world. Yeah, in society. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What was I saying? Uh, working out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, I'm fat and I'm trying to get, I'm trying to You're get- You're a fat dad. I'm a fat dad. You're saying something about the fat dad I, archetype. I'm, I am literally a dad <laughs> and I am literally fat. You asked how much weight I put on. I'm going to say 20 pounds. Yeah, that's and solid. I, and I lost five that's since good. I got back. And uh, and I've been working out like crazy. I've been back six weeks ish yeah. now, yeah. and I've been working out like crazy. <clears throat> and and that fucking that needle has not budged, man. Well, you're gaining uh, recomp. Muscle. <laughs> it's body recomposition. <laughs> you're, gaining, you're gaining muscle, man. I I don't remember what any of the pads are. Actually, I know this one. 
but the rest I don't know. Because that's the new one. That's the no. This is one. the new one. Oh. The, I know these two. There's What's this the one, one. This is this is for our segment. Oh, this okay. is our segment <laughs> intro. But then the. Can we get a fuck? Is where's that from? Uh, it's from this this uh, knocked loose concert that I've been listening to a lot in okay. the gym. <laughs> Uh-huh. When I'm fucking working out. <laughs> Are you threatening me, Dick? Uh my friend uh her ex-husband hates me because her and I okay. dated a little bit mm. after they got divorced. Spicy. That'll that'll happen, you know? Wait, you'll, you'll hate that guy. Roll that back. You, friend you, of mine got divorced, right? Yeah. Her and I dated for a little bit after she got divorced. Yeah. Her ex-husband hates me. Oh yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. <clears throat> he's taller than me, uh-huh. but he saw me in the gym recently and he told her I looked ripped. Oh, fuck. That must that feel felt so, good. so good. Oh, my God. I just like, I came so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But like, oh, my God, your ex husband told you I looked ripped? Yes. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. I would. I'm going to put that on a, on a card. Yeah. I would absolutely fucking bust if yeah. that happened to me. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, um, um, <clears throat> I'm going to take a little swig of... Uh, yeah, he's going to mainline uh, honey now. Honey. Huh? Yeah, a little honey. Remember just, you're like, oh, little, I got fat. A little yeah. throat coat. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. You sure. can have this after I'm done with it. Okay. I'll just squirt it into my mouth instead of putting my Great. fat lips up against... <laughs> it's audio. Oh, that's audio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're back. It's uh, September 2022. Yeah. Damn, this year went fast. Yes. I had, I'm glad we didn't record at all last year because I had a dark year last year. Really? You know what I wouldn't recommend? Turning 40. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you didn't have much of a dilemma about it. I wouldn't recommend turning 41. <laughs> sure. I feel like. Sure. I don't know for sure. 42 is probably gonna be pretty bad too. <laughs> <laughs> but man, did I I had a hard time turning 40. Like 30 was fine. 30, I mean 30 was its own thing. Here's the 40 thing. 40 was really here, that here, fucked me up. Here's the thing about 30. When you're when you're turning 30, you know how like when you're in your 20s, right? Yeah. When you're when you're about to turn 30, everybody's like, ooh, yeah. you're about to turn 30 and you're you're, you're an adult. And now. you're like, Oh, geez. I'm about to turn 30. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm so old. <laughs> and everybody's like, what that in person. And everybody's like, but... you are so old. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, oh my God, I am. But listen, when you're 30. And someone's like, I love that for you. <laughs> when you're 30, you're basically 20. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, you're 15. And so you turn 30 and you're still. And nothing changes. Nothing changes. Yeah. You're still just a fucking hard body like you were yeah. when you were 29. Yeah. Everything is exactly you the same. You just get paid more. Yeah. You suddenly get paid a little bit more. That's it. Yeah. Everything stays exactly the same. Especially if you live in a place like New York. Yes. I mean, 30 is the new 17 if yeah. you live in New York. <laughs> but when you turn 40. Fuck that. Nothing cute about that, no. baby. Everyone's like, ooh, you're 40? <laughs> ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ugh. Like your coworkers catch a whiff of that? Hey, yeah. I'm, Everyone- I'm having a birthday party at the bar. <laughs> you guys, you guys want to come? Oh, what, what, do you, what is it? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Not important. Because if you say 40, everyone's like, oh, shit. Don't you have like other stuff to do? Do? Yeah, what's with like your no, life? <laughs> now that you're fucking 40? 
<laughs> Don't you have other hobbies, dude? Oh uh, yeah, I I turned forty, you know, in in the pandemic, just as you did. Uh, I guess I was living upstate when I turned forty, and, and it was sort of like um, that was twenty December twenty twenty. Yeah, that was like deep <clears throat> lockdown. That was like when yeah. shit was fucking. You know, so I, I, that was a rough winter. Yes, I just feel like um, it just passed me by. I didn't really, you know. I feel like I saw you soon afterwards. Is that right? Because then we try to do something for your birthday. Maybe it's also Duncan's birthday or something. Did I seem Is to that care? Right? No. <laughs> didn't well, seem to care at all. I was, uh, you know, uh, fatherhood was looming. Right. Fat, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fattening was well fattening. upon me. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But fatherhood was the thickening. <laughs> fatherhood was looming in a yeah. big way. I. uh Turning, yeah, I when I turned 40, I had COVID, and it was when Omicron broke out. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it was very cold and lonely in New York, and I turned 40, and I had COVID, and I couldn't do anything. That sucks. I remember this. Yeah, it wasn't great. I spent time with you online. Did you? Yeah, we, we talk every day online. Yeah, that's true. But I remember <laughs> checking in on you to make sure you weren't dead. It's close. <laughs> close call. Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. Um, so if listeners, if you can avoid it, don't turn 40, do what you can to not turn 40. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you're, yeah, being 40 is a comorbidity for yes. other things happening. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. If you're 40 and you get COVID. I will say 39 to 40 grim. Yeah. Brutal. A lot of like just really dark time, like uncomfortably dark times yeah. that year. I was in this relationship and it was like, you know, I had a lot of like future ideas uh-huh. being in a relationship. And when that didn't happen, I was like, Ooh, maybe things aren't going to work out the way I thought. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh yeah, brother. Uh, but since then I somehow feel fine about it. Yeah. You know, closure, you move on. Sure. No, no, no I just feel f- fine about being 40. Yeah. I mean, you got to deal with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only time it's weird uh, is when you're, uh, you don't have this experience, but when you're out with someone who's, you don't know what I do <laughs> <laughs> when you're on a date with someone a couple of years younger and yeah. they're like, Oh, you're 40. Yeah. Even if they're like 37, 36, they're like, Oh, you're 40. Yeah. I remember when like uh, someone said to me, I've never had a 40 year old before. That's maybe a little personal, but like, while it was happening, no afterwards, but like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like, what did, did you stand up coughing, holding your heart? Yeah. Right. I was drinking tea. <laughs> I had um, my nightcap on. Uh, um, well, you know, yeah, that's, that's intense. Yeah. It's uh, weird. Like I'm some, some sort of othering. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ageism. ageism yes. Yeah, ageism. That's what we're experiencing. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I remember at my last job, uh, there was this uh, woman who was very nice. And I think she was like, you know, <clears throat> 23 or something. Yes. You know, a data scientist at the yeah. age of 23. Sure. Yeah. Probably making like mid six figs. Just yeah. fucking <laughs> just, just living life. Yep. And I'm like, you know, 39 whatever age I was at that job toward the other, um, 38, 39. And we were talking one day and she just sort of like, I don't know, age casually came up and, you know, I told her how old I was and she was like, Whoa, I thought you were in like your late twenties. 
Nice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, I still got it. <laughs> Hell yeah. 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 Um, but it, uh, like, it, it, it's sort of like in the moment, I could see that it sort of rocked her. Yeah. She was like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I passed for a hot 35. A hot 35? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Here? Yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe I'm putting out. Okay. I'm, putting out I'm putting out a hot 35 vibe. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I was putting out a, uh, you know, middling, uh, thirties vibe until my beard turned white. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. You're pretty gray all over, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How do yeah. you feel about that? Um, not good. I feel like somebody put an old filter on me when I look in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like my hair was always, you know, kind of gray and there were streaks of gray in it and stuff like that for, I mean, since I was a teenager basically. Yeah. But I feel like the overall, like the overall tone of my hair has just gone like grayer. It's lighter. Yeah. 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 And, um, and I got this like gray on my beard. Wizard now. beard. Yeah. It's not the whole beard, yeah. but it's like the front part, Yeah. which also makes it look like, like I'm trying too hard or something. What like do you mean? somebody asked me if I, if I like dyed the sides of my beard. What? I was like, what Nobody the, does that. the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like all of a sudden my face became opinionated in a way that I wasn't prepared for. Yeah. Have and you thought about dyeing your hair? No, never. Never. No, I'll burn it all off before I do something. Okay. Who's got time for that? Plenty of men dye their hair. Um, I, I don't like the way my, the port, the gray portions of my beard look like a naked mole rat. When I, I, I think it looks cool. Personally. Look distinguished. When it's grown out. Yeah, yeah. But when I shave... It's like, yeah. what's, I don't look like Roger from uh, uh, Mad Men, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, you have to be like a very slim, hot dude for that. Right. That is the <laughs> problem. He's, he's about 5'4 and weighs 87 pounds. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, dude. Um, yeah. So I'm going to try to juice this lemon with a key. Go for it. <laughs> um, do you want me to get you a knife? No, I'm already. Because you're gonna make a bunch of a real mess on my table there. There's hardly any. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so you wipe it off. There's hardly any. Um, I didn't come prepared with like a topic or reviewing anything. I don't know if you did. No, this this is a this is a check in for the fans. Yeah. And by fans, we we mean your your college friend and my <laughs> 87 year old aunt. So my dad, I don't know. I hit some like, hit some. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm looking for something on the floor for my dog. I thought you were just laying down. No, I thought no, no. you were just giving up. That's not surprising, <laughs> but um, give me fuel, give me fire. So I, have, I have a dog now. Uh, that's my update. Yeah, uh, and his it, name is. <laughs> What's your dog's name? <laughs> you know his name. What is it? I want you to say it out loud. <laughs> his name is. Uh, his name is Frankie. <laughs> his name. Yeah, that's. Yep. Wild. Yep, that's his name. <laughs> um, his name is Frankie. Okay. Um, okay. I love Frankie. I think he's a great dog. He's a great dog. Yeah, people. Love, everyone loves him. He's he's a really sweet guy. Yeah. He's very handsome. He's a hot. He's a hot dog. You know. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, he's hot. Um, but uh, yeah, I got him in November, so almost a year now. And uh, I've always wanted a dog, and finally, like one came up, and. You know, I tried for a couple others and it didn't work out. And then he came up and I was like, well, the, the name is weird, but uh, whatever. I'll just rename him. It's fine. Yeah. 
And I got him. And uh, so the idea was I was my grandfather, whose name is Frank. Yes. He had a cat. Every cat he's ever had, he named Cheech. Yeah. Did you know this? Did I tell you this? Yes. And that apparently is a nickname for Frank in Italian. Okay. So he named his cats after him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so I was planning on naming him Cheech. Yes. Turns out I did exactly the same thing my grandfather did by naming him a nickname for myself. Because uh, I got him and I was just too nervous about training him to rename him. Yeah. He seems pretty well behaved. He is, but on a leash, he's kind of a maniac. <coughs> um, Excuse me. But um, he was much wilder when I got him too. So he's chilled out a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now we just go with, uh, with Frankie. And the best part. <laughs> I think it's funny because wh- you said his name at first was Little Frankie. No, I never said that. I thought you did. Nope. Because uh, all this time I thought that like his, his name was Little Frankie. And <laughs> Little that, Frankie. And that you decided to change his name to Frankie. <laughs> you were like, the name is too embarrassing. I'm going to remove the little. No, no, no. The little. <laughs> uh, no. So the best part is when, so I take him to the off-leash hours now, right? Ooh. In the park. That must be just a meat market out there. You know, you don't get the choose who your dog likes sure so i talk to like a six-year-old woman every day because frankie likes her dog yeah okay so that's cool and i'm like that one frankie um <laughs> which is a little annoying uh but hey you know it makes me more uh, a, you know a nicer person i'm meeting different people whatever whatever um <clears throat> <laughs> oh hey <laughs> <laughs> hey you over there what's up uh no but um he so everyone asks your dog's name first. Yeah. Because it's a dog-centered engagement. Yes. So, oh, what's his name? You know, how old is he? You know, all the same questions over and over again. Yeah. And then when you become friends, they ask your name. Only then. Yeah. And I've let never me tell you. That far. Let me tell you. When they ask your name and your name is the same <laughs> as your dog's name, the fucking look you get. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. You're like, oh, huh. Okay. All right. I just like to keep it simple. Yeah, you, you know? know, just one name. Fuck it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I like I, I initially like explain the whole thing. I'm gonna stop explaining. I'm just gonna say, yeah, when you let them choose their name, you know, they're not very creative. Yeah. So uh Frankie this. I mean, you know, <clears throat> for the right kind of person, I bet it's re- I bet it, it works. Yeah, know? that'll 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 rip on someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have um <laughs> my own experience in this world of, oh, do you? of being a dog owner in yeah. Brooklyn. Um, and my experience, I've been a dog owner in Brooklyn for 10 years mm-hmm. and my experience has changed. <laughs> has it? Because I have a child now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I see guys out in the park on off these hours with their kid and the dog. Those people are fucking What the crazy. fuck? That man's a hero. That's, the, that's a guy who doesn't drink. <laughs> True. That's a guy who sits bolt upright in bed at 5 a.m. Yeah. feeling amazing. Seriously. Um, yeah, I'm sure that th- that works for a lot of good people. Yeah. Um, doesn't work for me? No. No. Um, so I, you know, I had Charlie for 10, you know, I've had Charlie for uh, 10 years now. Uh-huh. And... I used to, you know, I used to be the guy who was like, yeah, Charlie's my baby. You know, I, I, I lived with him alone and then, uh, my wife and I have had him and 
we got a second Boston Terrier uh, a year ago or a year and a half ago, whatever. Yeah, that was weird. Terrible I, decision. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, Hank is great, but like, yeah, great dog. Don't need him. Don't need him. Um, and honestly, it's like, it's, it's a pretty cliche mistake that people make to yeah. get a dog right before having a baby yeah. because people do that. Like in preparation, they're like, we're going to get a dog and then when, and then it'll grow up with the baby and they will be best friends. Mm -hmm. And that was the idea that my wife had, <clears throat> but you already had a dog. <clears throat> totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to be fair, it sort of worked out because Charlie does not, he's not into the baby. Yeah. He's like fucking it's very Charlie move. move. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hank is all about him and they clown around all the time. So it, it, it did work in that sense. <clears throat> but, um, so I am tasked most days with walking the dogs three times a day, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, I'm also a dad. Yeah. So I'm doing dad shit. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Getting the kid out of bed. We're going to daycare. I'm making breakfast. I'm picking them up from daycare. I'm fucking hanging out. We're, you know, we're, we're doing, we're doing fucking real dad hours, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes the dogs got a shit, right? So you yeah. gotta like fucking take the dogs out and it's yeah. like the kid's sleeping and you're like, shit, I hope he'll sleep for like 15 more minutes so I can get around the block with the dogs and get back inside. And my wife doesn't have to stop her conference call that she's on. And I'm out there and you know, I'm fucking dragging these two Boston Terriers snorting down the street, like Hank's running after pigeons. And I'm just like, just fucking just get just get the shit out of you <laughs> so that we can get back into the apartment and I can give you guys your treats and you can just go back to sleep on yeah. the couch where you're happy and whatever. Yeah. And you know, like, and like a woman will come up and with her dog and be like, can I say hello? <laughs> and I'm like, can they say hello? If they can, we should fucking call Scientific American <laughs> because we just found dogs that could talk to each other. And I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I, I, I'm walking down the street trying to put out the worst vibes possible so no one will talk to me when I have my dog. I'm guessing it's not that hard. Yeah. People talk to me constantly yeah. about my dogs. And I, I, you know, I, you can hear I'm phlegmy. I'm getting over a cold. Last week, I was so sick. I was like, shaking and sweating like Doc Holliday stumbling down the street with two Boston Terriers just trying to get all the shit and pee out of them so I could bring them back into my apartment. And these two women walked up and they were like, oh, what are their names? And I'm like, I got to turn my headphones off. What? <laughs> like, what are their names? And I'm like, Hank and Charlie. And yeah. they're like, oh, that's so great. And they're down there on the ground. They're petting them and rubbing their bellies. And they're like, oh, that's so great. Do you live around here? I'm like, why do you care? <laughs> why are you asking me where I Dude, live? Yeah. Everyone loves some dog small talk. And I'm, I'm sweating and I'm shivering. I'm yeah. so sick. I just want to get the dogs back inside yeah. with their poop outside yeah. so that I can just lay down on the bed for 20 minutes before my child wakes up, yeah. who I really have to keep alive. Yeah. The dogs, I thought dogs were a, a responsibility. Dogs are an affectation. Yeah, they're not. That, it's not that really not that hard. You just gotta show up every now and again. Yeah, yeah. But but you mm. know when you when you're when you're childless, it's easy to misconstrue that small sure. amount of responsibility sure. you have with a large amount of responsibility. I will say I largely overestimated how challenging it would be to have him. Maybe because he's an easy dog, but like I thought it'd be way harder to and more stressful to take care of him. 
than it is. Yeah. And I underestimated how loving it would be, I would say. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Is it your first dog? Like, since yeah. You never had a dog as a kid? No. Neither did I. Charlie was my first. Yeah. So It's pretty nice. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, net positive. Yeah. But, come on. Trent. Totally agree. <laughs> I mean, I love him. He's great. He's a, he's a very sweet dog. He's very loving. If he got hit by a car, I'd be devastated. I'm not devastated. I'd be upset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, at this point, though, it hasn't even been a year. But if he died horrifically, I would get another dog. Yeah. I'm just, like, too used to it now. You're into that dog life. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I get up every morning and I make him part of my schedule. I have to like sacrifice time for him, which I'm just now on board with. I think that I used to think about my dogs or my dog and I would be like, oh my God. So this really hit me. You know, I got my dog 10 years ago. Yeah. When just before my then girlfriend, now wife, and I split up. Yeah. So she left me with the dog. <clears throat> and so I was a single guy with a dog. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I have so much responsibility. Yeah. I got I to gotta come home every day after work. I got to feed this thing. Yeah. I got to walk it three times a day. I can't just disappear <clears throat> for three days at a time. Yeah. And I felt that that was a crushing level of responsibility at the time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, there was nothing. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. I could have just thrown the dog away. <laughs> <laughs> I could have well, just been like, I'm actually not well, a dog. When guy. I first got him, I, I would always whisper to him, I could just send you back at any time. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's like, a, I mean, it's, it's, it's an old Louis C.K. bit where he talks about, and I'm not a Louis C.K. guy. Yeah. I'm not, let's just. We don't advocate. Yeah, I'm not advocating. Yeah. But I'm just giving credit where credit is due. Yeah. He, he had that old bit where it's like, he talked about, you know, right after he got married, he had that moment where he was like, I could have left yesterday. I could have <laughs> just walked away from this. Sure. And it would have just been no skin off my ass, just over. Yeah. And then he had his kids and like the, when the moment his kid was born, he was like, I could have left yesterday. Yeah. Now I'm in, yeah. but I could have just walked away from this. And you have all these, like this series of moments. Yeah. I'm really feeling that at 41, <laughs> man. Really feeling I bet. it. I bet. Uh, no, Frankie's great. He's a good guy. No, I mean like even small shit. I used to get up every morning, 7am and immediately just go for a run. Yeah. And I, it was like the favorite part of my day. Yeah. I loved it. And now you have to delay that by like seven minutes. No, by like an hour. Okay. Cause so I have a full hour of like feeding him and then taking him to the dog park and letting him running around and stuff. Yeah. So it's, I know it's a small thing, <laughs> but like just that, just agreeing to that when yeah. you have nothing but yourself was like, Oh shit. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, that's something that's really funny. I'm not going to call anybody out by name uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but sometimes when I am hanging out with people, I will complain a bit yeah. about the... Um, You'll vent. I will vent a little bit about the sort of uh, crushing responsibility of taking care of my human son. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because it is objectively Sounds just hard. a yeah. huge amount of responsibility, <laughs> right? Sounds like it. And I was talking to someone recently. Uh huh. Someone I know. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
somebody with a dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was talking about, you know, this sort of thing. I, I can't remember what the exact thing I was complaining about. Yeah. But this person was like, I know, right? And looked at their dog. Mm. As if I totally get it. Yeah. And I wanted to say, you could take that dog right now <laughs> and slam dunk it into a garbage can yeah. and it wouldn't matter. No one it would wouldn't know. matter to anyone. Cops won't even call you. No. Yeah. No one would ask about it. <laughs> it would just be nothing. Yeah. Listen, I love dogs. Did you hear that I, story? When people abuse dogs. I, I, when I watch, you know, like when I hear about people abusing dogs, it, it gets me so worked up. It puts me into like revenge fantasies. Sure. I, I cannot stand it. Sure. But dog's just a dog, right? <laughs> there was some story in the paper yesterday about a woman who was found on Coney Island, found on the beach. Oh, my God, yes. Soaking wet, barefoot, like couldn't communicate with the police. Yeah. And her, all of her children had drowned. They were found like two miles away yeah. in the water. That is some real suffering right there. Yeah. The that, parent, I mean, the parent, not the kids, but yes. Yeah, and it's suffering I mean, the across kids, the, the board. The kids died, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, um, that's anguish. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, you know, as as a parent of a of a human son, mm-hmm. I, uh, I read things like that now, and it really hits different. I'm sure it does. I remember that story of the guy who left his kids in the car when he went to work. Holy yeah. fuck! Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I could keep going. I couldn't show up at home that day. I worry about my son's safety so much yeah. in a single day. Yeah. It requires a level of hypervigilance that I frankly did not know that I was capable yeah. of. And so, you know, when you talk about how like you have to delay going for your morning run by like an hour, uh-huh. I wake up in the morning <laughs> and I think about the things I might like to do that day like a, go on a run. Yeah. And it's 6 a.m. Yeah. When I wake up and it's, that means it's possible that I might be able to go on that run at like 7, 15 p.m. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And everything between when I woke up up until then is going to be like hypervigilance yeah, yeah. or passing out while he takes a nap. Yeah. Just get ready for the next like round of hypervigilance. Yeah. I'm not in no way. I'm in no way comparing. No, no, I know you're not. Yeah, yeah. But some people do. Yeah. And it strikes me as completely insane. Yeah. Well, if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't have that experience, it's hard to say. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we, how far along are we? Do we want to do questions now or? Do we have questions? I thought you want, you thought you had the topics. Remember you said the top three? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I need a question. Sorry. Uh, no, no, I, I was going to say, you know, if you wanted to do like a top three, we, we I, I have like a generic topic that we can, yeah. we can do some top threes. I think we should. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm cruising. I no, I'm cruising too. I just don't want to um, go on too far, I guess. Okay. Because we're like back into, you know, like a little warm up episode or something. And yeah, then we okay. come back with topics to review stuff. We're 40 minutes in. Yeah, exactly. That's Do great. you want to hear it? Is that the is, uh, that, the, is that the thing? <laughs> is that what's going on right now? I'm itching to hear it. I'm jonesing. Okay. I can't wait. All right. So what do you think about this for a topic? It's so generic. You're probably just not sure. going to like it. Sure. What's your, what's your top three streamers right now? What are you streaming? What are you watching? Like TV shows? Yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. 
You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> God. You. You. Oh, it's so good. Sir. Are listening to Frank and Eric's. You're going to feel strong <laughs> pressure on the prostate gland from inside your rectum. Mm. Good. Top three showdown. You know, it's like reading your favorite book over again. Yeah. You notice different parts each time. Yes, that is the Finnegan's Wake of podcast <laughs> There's a, a new favorite part each time yeah. I hear it. Yeah, I could open it up at any any part. Yeah. And it's it's just as it's good. It's just so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, top three streamers. Yeah, what Things are you streaming? <laughs> and for, streaming for bonus, right now. are you excited about anything uh, coming up on the streams? Sure, sure. Uh, I am, cur- I'm a big, uh, opioid epidemic guy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love some, uh, yeah. crisis content. Hell yeah. You know, so I'm deep in that shit. I watched, um, what was that first show? Uh, dope sick. Dope sick. With oh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. He just won an Emmy for that. Did he not? Did he really? Or nominated? I think he won. I think he won an Emmy. That was based on empire of pain. That book. Okay. Don't know it. <laughs> highly recommend it if you want to get into the opioids. Yeah. Um, so the series is pretty good. A lot of crazy facts about it that came up, like things I didn't believe but are true. One such thing being uh, there was a point in the late 90s when there's a secretary for a, a high-up executive at Pfizer. At, yeah, at Pfizer or Purdue Pharma. Um, and uh she was asked to look at message boards to see if people were abusing the drug, like using it as a narcotic. Okay. You know? So she what, did, is, what is the drug? Uh, Oxycontin. Oh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They were. <laughs> <laughs> so, because Purdue was denying it at this point, right? They're saying it's not really happening. And like things right. are starting to happen. Yeah. Starting to blow up. So she goes to the message boards. She's like, oh, yeah. People are really abusing it. People love this shit. Yeah. Really getting fucked up on it. And so she sends this email to like her boss and then her boss's boss, a bunch of high ups at Purdue and she gets in trouble, whatever. Like some number of months later, she hurts herself. She hurt her knee doing something. Yeah. Oh shit. Her boss recommends she goes on Oxy for her pain. Hell yeah. Take the pain away. She gets addicted. Yes. She gets fired for being a drug addict. Yeah. Can't show up to work she, faded. She loses Can't her job. It. Yeah. And then becomes like uh, to the point an unreliable source for the investigation because she was so fucked up still. She Shit. still had it. Shit. Like that to me sounds fantastical. Right? Yeah. Yeah. True story. Yeah. You know what's fantastical? The way Oxy makes you feel. <laughs> <laughs> I've never taken it. Um, yeah. I was, uh, I was at a, an urgent care today. Uh, Because I took my son to get his second COVID shot. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to an urgent care? Sure have. They are horrible. Yeah. They're like, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm making a massive generalization here. Yeah. But they're basically like retail healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like. It's like going to like a supermarket or something for a pain. Yeah. But it's also, it's like run on like a shoestring budget. So I went to this place and they're like, yeah, we take walk-ins for the COVID shot. And like they had the one that he needed and they could do it because if you're under a certain age, you have to have like a, like a healthcare professional do it. Can't just be like some fucking stoner at CVS. And so I took him there 
and you know, walked right in and then they, they had us in, they like took us in the little room and we were in the room for an hour waiting mm-hmm. with a toddler. It's yep. me and a toddler in a yep. room. Let me explain <clears throat> what that's like. You're in a room, right? You're in a picture of medical facility. Yeah. You got a countertop, hard edge corner, sure. right? <laughs> sure. You got a sharps container on the floor biohazard symbol on it, yeah. right? You got a little machine that's got like cords dangling because they stick the thing in your ear and you know, uh-huh. and uh, they got the little like blood pressure cuff. So you got cords, yeah. hang a kid on those, right? Yeah. You got, <laughs> you just got, it's danger at every corner. You got right? like uh, cotton swabs, you got cotton balls, you know? All that shit. That's right? fun stuff, isn't that fun stuff? Yeah, but you grab the cotton cotton swab jar and you drop it, you smash broken glass. Right? <laughs> okay. It's just danger everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So if you bring a toddler in there, they move from dangerous thing to dangerous thing yeah. in a circuit. Yeah. That circuit takes five to seven seconds. Sure. And then they do that circuit for an hour <laughs> <laughs> and you do it with them, stopping those things from happening. Yep. It is maddening. It's kind of cute a little bit, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, I was sitting in there and I was like, the reason why we're sitting here so long is because there's literally one guy working. Yeah. And the reason there's one guy working is because they're trying to like squeeze out the most profit that they can from this place. And like the reason, you know, the, the like for-profit healthcare, this is the kind of place where if you don't have insurance, you walk in the door and they have the like check-in thing. And it like, there's a button you click that's like, I don't have insurance. I'm paying like cash today. And this is where you go in because like, you know, you fucking tripped on the curb and hurt your knee and then they give you a fucking opiate prescription. Maybe, but yeah. Isn't that how it works? Isn't well, that how you get like fucking hooked on that shit? I mean, I think... You know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Yes, sure. Or you went to your family doctor because they were pushing on all kinds of doctors. Yeah. And they're also like corrupt uh, doctors who are just prescribing it willy-nilly too. Yeah. Like all these pain centers popped up in Florida. Oh, yes. So, you know, those are people just like giving it out. I had a friend who had a back injury and he got addicted to it. Yeah. And he started um, going like to different pharmacies and pretending that he hadn't filled the prescriptions so that he could fill it multiple times. And uh, is he you know, okay now? Get like wicked fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's okay. He shook it. He yeah. Got, he got good. over it. And that's, you know, been in the rearview mirror for many years now. Yeah. But at the time. That's scary. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching Empire of Pain. Okay. Empire of Pain. Where do we watch? Sorry. That? No. Uh, is that what it's called? Empire of Pain's a book. No, it's uh, uh, the series is called. Sorry, my brain is shit. Dope it's, sick. No, I watched another series documentary oh. called. Uh, sorry, I'm blanking on it. It's a two-part series, and it's um, Crime of the Century. That's what it's called, Crime of the Century, and that's good uh, because that's all about the pharmaceutical companies and their role in mm. the epidemic. So, so you're doing you're doing all three. Opiates. Doing a circuit, yeah. <laughs> doing a circuit. Okay. Yeah, that's my one. Uh, I <clears throat> let's see. Well, listen, I'm like everybody else. I watched the bear and just yeah, fucking so good. Just love it. Fucking jacked it to that dude. Yes, yep. chef. Yes, chef. Um, kind of like I'm going to I'm going to say something scandalous here. Okay. Doesn't strike me as the smartest dude in real life. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I watched one of those GQ videos with him the other day where it was like, you know, the 10 things you can't live without. 
You yeah. know how they do that with celebrities? Yeah. And one of his was, it was a book. He was like, always have a book on you. You don't want to be like caught not having a book. Yeah. Because you might, you know, you, you're like out somewhere. You got to wait for stuff. You know, you read while you're standing sure. there. And he, he had um, Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson, Hell's Angels. Sure. And he was like, you know, I almost never finish a book. I just like have it, having it on me, you know, so I'll open it up. I'll read a little bit of it. Okay. And I'm like, what do you do with a book, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a prop. <clears throat> so you don't, you don't read books. You just want people to see you with books. Yeah. I'm like, you got, yeah. You like five minutes waiting for the elevator. I'll just read this page yeah. and a half. Great actor though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great biceps. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I thought, I thought like him being totally jacked kind of took it, uh, took him, you know, out of the role for me just seemed, didn't seem believable. I agree to be that swole. Yeah. He asked me doing a good amount of work. Oh, also <laughs> in this GQ interview, one of his things that he couldn't live without was he lives in New York. Yeah. Um, and takes a lot of pride in being like a New Yorker. Yeah. Uh, he had, um, like grippy work gloves in his like list of things he couldn't live without or that he carries with him every day or something like, like the kind of work gloves you ever see them. They're like shitty work gloves that look like somebody literally dipped them in rubber. Sure. And he said he wears those when he goes um, to like the outdoor recreation areas in New York to work out. What? You know, there's one like, no, I know I use them all the time. Yeah. You use them all the time. Yeah. You go work out. Yeah. What? Yeah. I go to Equinox. I do both. <laughs> You work out outdoors. Wait, you're out. What are you? You're out there like doing dips. Yeah, and pull ups and stuff. Yeah. What the fuck? Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Like it's Muscle Beach out here. Yeah. You're, you do not. I do swear that. to God. Because there's one at Fort Greene Park. Do you wear I, grippy rubber gloves? No. So you're out there. What do you, do you take your shirt off? No. <laughs> Is this your fantasy or my story? <laughs> I want you to paint a picture. So I do laps in Fort Greene Park. Okay. On the exterior, the yeah. perimeter, and. I do like maybe like three, four laps. I do like three and a half miles, you know? Okay. And I'll go down the stairs. There's a little like outdoor gym thing. And I work out a little bit, do some dips, do some, do some pull-ups, you know? Okay. What's, what's, what's your beef with Well, them? I mean, I guess that's fine. Um, <laughs> Those the, are the days I'm not lifting. The way he was talking about it, he was like, yeah, you know, I ride my bike around. Also, he wear, he carries a Bluetooth speaker with him to listen to music when he's on his bike because. It's safer, I guess. Yeah. But also, I, I, yeah, just don't, I don't, yeah, I don't sure. buy it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he he said that he <clears throat> you know rides his bike around New York and he goes to different playgrounds where they have these like outdoor fitness areas. And he's like, you know, there's other people working out there, so it gets competitive, and I feel like it pushes me harder. Okay. I'm like, so you're telling me that the physique you had on the bear was a result of you wearing gardening gloves at a playground in New York? I mean. You do a lot you of don't ha- you, as a as a professional actor. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Sure, sure. Yeah, I do not believe that. I agree. I don't believe that either. You have a yes. trainer and a nutritionist, yeah. Yeah. and that's why you look the way you look. Yeah, sure. And I felt like he was selling me a false bill of goods, but I did buy the moisturizer he recommended. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. They got you. No, he. Uh, the character is a little weird. Like they had this whole thing in the first episode of him, like selling jeans. Remember that? Yeah. That, that was like one of the things that they didn't follow through. And I was like, on Oh, the... he's like a denim head or something. Like what? Yeah. 
There, there's a, a stove full of denim and then we never talk about it again. It's there, kind of there's a handful of ideas that kind of pop yeah. up in that show that they don't follow, yeah. follow through. And the, the next season, they're going to be opening like a, their own restaurant and I kind of don't care. Yeah. Right? I'll give it a shot. No, I mean, I'll watch it, but like, like I don't know. It's yeah. What was fun was like the chaos of the the shitty place, but yeah. Also, the 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 spoiler alert: dead brother is John Bernthal. I hate that. Actor. I hate him. He's so bad. Yeah, he is. He's a the, bad actor. Do, you know, everybody thinks he's like the greatest actor of he's all time. He's not a good actor. He has a podcast. He did the David Simon series. He was terrible, like unwatchable. Cannot stand <laughs> him. Of all people to cast in that role. He is he like should have the cast of Ben Affleck. He's the most celebrated American actor right now. I do not understand why yeah. the, the whole world loves that guy. They just he did. Has a good um, agent, that guy. He uh, he just did. Um, what what's the? He has like some American Gigolo series coming out. Yes. Yeah. He, has, he he. They remade American Gigolo. Wait, starting. seriously? Yeah. And they turned it into a series. What the fuck? Yeah. I saw the poster for it on the subway today. I didn't realize they remade it with him. It's John fucking Bernthal sitting yeah. in a convertible. Who wants to watch that guy? I look at him and I'm like, oh, it's a convertible with that awful actor. It's like some in dude it. from Long Island. Everybody loves him. No, he sucks. Everybody talks about him like, oh my God, he just completely transforms himself into his character. And I'm like, it's just. He's always a dude from Long Island. It's just Shane from The Walking Dead. <laughs> it's, yeah. I remember the first, the first like season or two of The Walking Dead. Shane, and he stuck out like a sore thumb because he was the worst fucking actor I've ever seen. He must be just the nicest guy in the world. Has to be. That's the only way this is gotta be. Anyway, that's my fucking fiery hot take, and I'm sure that (laughs) no one one agrees with me. Yeah. Um, He has a podcast, and it's apparently a huge hit. I'm sure it is. Whatever. Fuck that guy. And we were in on the ground floor. (laughs) God damn it. He fucking owes us. God. Standing on the shoulders of giants, right? If only, if only Patreon showed up ten years earlier, Seriously. we could have been. I mean, Kickstarter did, but you know, no, let's not. That's <laughs> a different uh, Kickstarter did, but uh, um, anyway, anyway, uh, I didn't. So I guess, I guess uh, that's that's a week for me to say the bear for my first one, right? Because everybody was watching the bear, right? Yeah. No, and whatever. You, it's, it's what you like. No, here's my first one: Reservation Dogs. I have no desire to watch that. Have you tried? Zero desire. Okay. I hate the name so much. I was the same way. Yeah. I had no desire. I hated the name. And then finally my wife was like, everybody's talking about this show. We just finished watching something else. And she was like, I'm either just, I'm going to put this on or we're just not going to watch anything tonight. And I was like, eh, I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. So let's just put it on. I'll read care. this book for a minute. I was, hey, I've been reading a lot, actually. Um, I was shocked by how much I loved it. Yeah. And and my wife, who hates me, uh, turned to me halfway through the episode and she said, she said I love you. <coughs> she, she said, I love you for the first time. This brings us back together. No, um, she was like, did you write this show? What? She was like, like this, this has you written all over it. This why? is like you wrote a TV show. It, I would say that it is a um, a sort of a spiritual. Uh, 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 did you say it in a, in a nice way or? Yeah, she was like, "Did you write this show? Yeah. Like, this is like there. Like, one episode ends with an Ohm song. Yeah, and it's like the music is just so fucking good, and mm. and it's it's surreal. Like, like 
things happen in the show that are like, you know, it's sort of like magical realism a little yeah. bit. And, um, and it's just like hyper referential of things. I mean, obviously reservation dogs is like reservoir dogs and like it, it's playful, but like gritty. And I'll say this. I, I think it's a, it is a, uh, a spiritual, um, uh, relative of the adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah. You know, I didn't like that show either. Well, that's because you're wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't want to watch the show. I'm not interested. But if I'm shit out of luck and I have nothing to watch, I'll throw you a solid and I'll watch one episode. I think also the kids in it are such good actors. Yeah. And I I don't really like kids. Yeah, I don't care about kids. You know? Yeah. I like my kid. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. Because I'm legally required to. Yeah. No, uh, but yeah, like, you know... Uh, you know, like Stranger Things. Like, get these fucking idiots out of here. Less. I don't give a fuck yeah. about this. But uh, the yeah, it's it is worth you know taking a, I'll taking try. a shot. I'll try it. Um, so that's my one. Okay, that's your one. I thought you did. Was that two? No, you talked about the opioid crisis for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining, but so my other one is. Um, is this your second or third? My second. Okay. Uh, is the rehearsal. Hmm. Man, yes. I am not done with that series, but I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. And I don't, I don't, I can't bring myself to keep watching it. I it don't, is a, I is don't hard ass enjoy watch. it. The first episode I thought I found very mean spirited. So did I. And I was like, why the fuck do I want to watch this? Yeah, totally. And it wasn't really funny. Yes. And then I watched like three more episodes and each one I was like, I don't like this at all. It does not get funny. There's nothing sort of like bingy about it. Definitely There's not. There's nothing kind of like, it's interesting in like the feet of it. Yes. But it doesn't make me compelled. It's like this weird shitty prank yeah. by someone who's sort of, I don't know. It's under the guise of helping people, but it's not. It's not helping anyone at all. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's sort of the, yeah. So, that's so then what the fuck? It is, uh, I think that, I agree with all of that. Yeah. And my wife loved it. And I was sort of like, I don't know about it. Why did she like it? She really enjoys that. Like Nathan Fielder, like sitting in the moment, like in that grueling awkwardness. Yeah. um, Comedy. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. Um, I feel like, so you know how, did you watch Nathan for you? I watched it couple episodes and I, it wasn't for me. Well, uh, so this won't mean anything to you, but there, the, Nathan, for you, there's different episodes that are sort of like, you know, um, more ambitious than others. Yeah. And there is an episode of Nathan for you where he, it, it, it's like the most artistic TV episode I've ever seen where he basically like tries to recreate an evening in a bar and, and like turns it into a play. Yeah. But it's like, they do it like literally second by second. They recreate this evening in a bar. Yeah. And, and it becomes so <clears throat> meta where you're like watching this thing happen over and over again that by the end of it, you're so like, like separated from like the original concept. And then he talks to this woman who's the bartender who I think, I can't even remember like what, why he's doing it. 
sorry, this is just a terrible review of a TV show episode, but like, but basically like he's able to push this into like the surreal so far yeah. that I was like, at the end, uh, I was like, that, that is like an amazing work of art that you're sure. able to do that. Sure. And I feel like, I feel like in Nathan for you, he recognized that he was able to do that like on an episode by episode basis. And he tried to do that like over the arc of a season. Sure. And it's, I, a, it's art. Yeah. It's Con- art. conceptually. Sure. I that's, and then, and so that's what I appreciated about it. The concept. And so I watched it all the way through Yeah, and I, you know, I'm not going to spoil it, but I don't think he stuck the landing. Yeah. And I feel like, but I feel like there are individual moments where you're like, holy shit, like he is really willing to push this extremely far. Is the point to sort of do this sort of rehearsal of, of life in this greater way idea? Like, cause nothing is sort of real about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Nothing's real about it. So why is it interesting? What, well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, because it's under the guise that it's real. It's under the guise that it's like. Well, it's real for, it's, it is presumably real for the people who are participating. So like the woman sure. who is playing the role of a mom, he, she has agreed to do this because she wants to know what it's going to feel like to be a mom. But she's also an actor though, isn't she? No. She's someone who like answered an ad to like do a reality thing. Are you sure about that? That is what they say. I see. I personally believe that all reality shows are like entirely scripted. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me, but like, that's the thing. So the first episode of the rehearsal is like that one about the guy in Brooklyn. Yeah. That was really depressing. Super depressing. And it's like, if that guy was an actor, great. I would feel a lot better about him if he was an actor. Yeah. But like, if that's just like who he it's is. It's like two people with autism, like yeah, having a weird night together. Being sort of like, you know, set up to be kind of like laughed at by this yeah. comedian. That's how I felt about yeah, it. Yeah, same. Yeah. Not uh, for me. Yeah, it's a challenging watch. Yeah. You know, and I think that uh, there's value to be. Uh, same. Same. Out of I it, love how to, it's also super weird, but it's yeah. much more, it's much kinder. Yeah. I guess I have less tolerance for that kind of shit than I used to. Yeah. That harshness. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's like, you know, the world's harsh enough. Yeah. Why do you got to fucking kick this guy in the dick when yeah. he's. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're, you got the opioid crisis and the rehearsal. Yes, I got, sir. uh, I got reservation dogs and, um, have you watched only murders in the building? No. Is that, uh, what's his name? Um, the vampire guys? No, no, no. Steve Martin, Martin Short. And, no. uh, what's her name? I don't know. Selena Gomez. No. It's fun. Yeah. It's, uh, kind of goes on for a really long time, but the first season is fantastic. It's just like silly, pulpy, like whodunit. Mm. It's fun. I'd yeah. recommend it. Uh, I don't think I have a third thing. Um, That's really it. I don't watch a ton of TV, not because I'm above it or anything. I just, I find the time to commit to it minimal. I don't have that much time to commit to it, I guess. And then when I do, I want to be doing something else. I'll watch like a little bit of it. You know, if I'm sick or something, I'll watch a ton of TV. Yeah. Or if it's in the winter, I'll watch more. But in the summer, I guess I don't. My my wife and I have like a one up a day schedule. Yeah, sure. 
like yeah. after dinner, one episode of a show. Yeah, when I'm in a relationship, I watch more TV, actually. Maybe two. Yeah. I will say... I, I mean, don't know. If, why are you going to watch a TV show when you could put on some gardening gloves and go do some dance <laughs> in a park? <laughs> also, I think it's lame that he uses gloves for it. Just get your hands beat up, you know, like yeah. get some well, He's an actor, you know, you might sure. have a little hand roll. Um, I did watch some of, some of a uh, couple's therapy. Did you watch any of that? Ooh, is that the one where it's, it's couple's therapy? Are, are they in New York? Yeah. Is that the one where the guy, the guy, <laughs> is that the, the, the therapy one where there's a couple and, and the guy in the couple, they both agree that like the guy is a genius there. I think they live in park slope and the guy's just like, he's like, yeah, I want to have sex every single day. Yeah. That guy's and, a maniac. Yeah. And they're like extreme narcissist. But then you can tell that like his wife really gets off on it. Yeah. And she talks about like how no one understands how smart he is. And the way they demonstrate it is that he's doing Sudoku every day on the couch. <laughs> and he got a huge backlash from that. Like yeah. People really I'll, hate it. I'll bet. <laughs> and they were, and the therapist was like, you know, like, why do you want to have sex every day? And he was like, why do I want to wear shoes every day? I mean, yeah. I guess I could go without wearing shoes, but why would I? Yeah. <laughs> Good anyway, point. dummy, I'm going to go do Sudoku now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the therapist at a party this weekend. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, What's her name? Orna or something. Oh. Yeah. Man, you are in such elite circles. No, I was happened to walk by this like art opening, and I walked in wow. because there was free drinks, and she happened to be there. So I, would have, I, would I was not invited to see if that guy was there. Her. He was not. Yeah. What was his name? Boa or something? I don't know. But you get the the thing that I loved about that episode was that like there's sort of a like the the turn of the story in the episode is that yeah. like like the therapist thinks she's like so, like working to solve this problem between them. Yeah. But you can tell that the wife just like gets off so hard on their well, dynamic. Did you finish that season? No, I was like, it I don't ends, care about it. it ends poorly for them, so Really? Yeah. He like basically walks out of therapy. He's like, oh, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. Oh, yeah. I think I did see that. Yeah. And, but she goes with him. Well, sure. The point's couples therapy, but yeah. I think she's like, she's like totally down. No, she was, it was like a, it was a bad moment. Oh, maybe I like she was, the therapist was challenging him to say more about himself and he like couldn't handle it. Yeah. That's what happened. Could you imagine not being able to say something more about yourself? <laughs> We've been doing this for like <laughs> 15 years. <laughs> I think uh, when hard pressed based on certain topics. Yeah. 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 Not me. I'll just keep ripping. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, so I got to do one more. Um, my one more. I mean, you, you know, you said the vampire thing. I mean, what we do in the shadows is the fucking funniest. Show, yeah. Man. I saw the movie. It was great as hell. It was really. Funny. I hated the movie. But the yeah. show is just so ridiculously funny. I think that's my, I think that's my three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Couples therapy. I, I watched all the first season with an ex who's a therapist. So it was like super interesting. And then I watched Ooh. the second season and it didn't feel as good to watch it again. <laughs> and I watched the first episode and like almost broke out in a sweat. And I kept watching the rest. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I watching this? Yeah. And like, and stopped. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of like wild variation in the couples, uh, and it's all hidden cameras in the room, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so it feels very honest. I would never do that myself, but you know, 
Yeah. I am. You would never be on the show. Yeah. What you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I can't imagine saying the things that I do in a relationship. I mean, I kind of do it here, but to, to, uh, to that large of a group of people. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, well, like we said, it's only your friend from college and my 83 year old aunt. So exactly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and your mother-in-law. Yeah. Everybody who is on reality TV, I think that Dr. Drew is a total quack. But yes, there sure. was one time, I mean, he said some things that I thought were pretty insightful in the past. And one of the things that he has said was that like anybody who is on reality TV is completely insane. Yes. Like they are self-selecting to be on reality TV, which means that they already have You're like- already a narcissist. Yeah. The, like the most normal person that you see on reality TV is already like so much crazier than probably most people you've ever met. Yeah. I'm trying to find Frank is just like <laughs> he's like under his radiator right now. I don't even know I'm what just, he's. He called me Frankie. I'm trying to uh, <laughs> find something that he dropped under the radiator because he keeps like whining about it. But as I'm doing it, he keeps trying to lick my face while I'm down here. That's adorable. Well, it's cute. It's also a little annoying. So anyway, can find it. Um, yeah. So those are the three. I have an I have an upcoming one that I recommend. Please, wholeheartedly. It was just announced. Uh, those of you out there with the Shutter Network, okay, which is, is not horror, not you, but um, <laughs> uh-huh. Shutter is is a horror network. But uh-huh. this is not horror. Okay, this is um, the Boulet Brothers' Dracula, which Dr- is Dracula. Yes, and it is like, sort of like Rob Zombie. Yes, but okay. it's not Rob Zombie. It's just okay. you know, yes, the same word. Yeah, but. <laughs> But uh, it is like RuPaul's Drag Race, but horror themed. Okay. But there is um, there is like a whole world of drag that is like really disturbing, and and like the point of it is to like freak you out, and they okay. call themselves monsters. Okay. And it's been on for a few seasons. Sounds um, pretty cool. Yeah, it used to be on. What's the Gay Network? One, is it called one? Own, own, own. Yeah, is that the is that the gay is that the Catholic network? <laughs> <laughs> There's a gay network Hulu? it used to be on. I don't know. Um, but they used to be on the gay network, and it was very DIY. Like the whole yeah. thing was shot handheld. I've watched the older seasons, and the and it was like these contestants are competing are competing to win ten thousand dollars. Is there still a gay network though? There's not, right? That was like ten years ago. That I was like branded as the gay network. Is it still branded as a gay network? I I don't know how long ago this was, but that's where it started. Oh yeah, okay. Um, but uh, it was very DIY. Yeah. And the, the the like the hosts are the Boulet brothers, which yeah. is really funny that they brand the show with their own names, as though you would recognize who they are. Sure. I recognize who they are now because I'm a passionate fan. Uh-huh. But um, they are uh, in drag. They are sisters, and in real life, they're a couple. And they apparently do like these crazy parties in LA and they host this show. And like some of the shit that I've seen on, on Dragula is like fucking wild. (laughs) Like, 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 holy shit. It's all, it's all just like dressed up and then catwalking. 
uh, they'll usually do like a themed performance and some, some, um, of the people on the show will try to do like a more traditional drag where it's a man, you know, sure. dressing as a woman. Sure. But because they are in this like kind of drag monster world, there are some people who have a persona that like, regardless of what they're dressing up as, it's their persona dressing up as that. And some of their personas are like a guy with a burlap sack over his head. That's got like blood matted over the mouth. Whoa. And they're like, it's intense stuff. Like really challenging <laughs> performance art. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, in, in like in, in the earlier seasons, stuff that I'm like, I cannot believe I'm watching this on a TV show, huh. but it was very DIY. And they're like, the grand prize is like, you get to go on tour with the Boulay brothers and you get $10,000. Like it's very low level, but then shutter, which is this horror streaming network, picked them up last year. Yeah. And so now they're competing for like a hundred thousand dollars or something. It's like a much higher production value. And it's been interesting to watch the like, uh, evolution of the show where where is it based in california uh i would i would assume they're in la yeah yeah. um but if if you're into like horror in any capacity but also like weirdo art and like sounds interesting it is fucking wild (laughs) i it is i mean like you know on drag on drag race and stuff it's you know it's guys dressing up like women and and doing that very well yeah on dragula it is like really fucking with like like the definition of gender and like it's like what's your gender if you're not a human and like like people like it's 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 really and then but then you also have like traditional drag artists who try to you know they're like i'm gonna get on this show because i do drag and they're like you know, a traditional drag artist up against a guy with a burlap sack over his head. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, how do you judge those two together? Exactly. It's so weird. And I (laughs) love it. I am obsessed with it. And uh, they just announced yesterday or the day before that um, I think it's called Dragula Titans. Mm -hmm. It's, it's going to be, it starts like October 25th or something. It's going to be an October themed thing or, you know, Halloween thing, um, theme thing in October. But that show is, is, it'd be cool to go to that in real life. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Pure fucking joy. It would be so fucking wild. Yeah. I don't know if I could hang. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sure you can't. I, maybe if I did some meth or like, you know, I, I got engaged in the opioid crisis and then went there. (laughs) I, I I like to think of myself as cool. Yeah. But I think I, Mm. I I think I would look like a fucking narc walking into that place. I know that like my cool time has passed. I'm just trying to not look stupid. Yeah. Not not embarrass myself. I, let me revise. Hey guys, you know, I don't think that I'm cool. Meaning I'm cool. Sure. Like that someone walking down cool, the street. Cool, you can hang. Yeah, cool. Like I can, I can, I'm down. Yeah. Right? Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm obviously like a weird fat dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your fat dad's here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I highly recommend that. Maybe, maybe it's worth, you know, getting a seven day free trial of Shutter when, uh, okay. when the week pops up just to watch some fucking weird. Can I still watch it on other services? Like I think the old stuff or no? Uh, I, I think Shutter bought the back catalog, so they have all the yeah. stuff. And 
Yeah, we did a deep dive. When I discovered it, I was like, I cannot believe this show exists. This yeah. is so fucking good. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's that's it. We're gonna go back to so Eric moved back to New York. Yeah. Back. We are in Brooklyn. We're in a new studio. Um, we are gonna go back to weekly, maybe. I would love that. That'd be wild. So, people, uh, you know, if you're listening, you want to reach out to us. Is this season three? Season three. Are you gonna do new album art? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I am. I am just to fuck with you. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. All right. New album art is on the way. Um, yeah. You know, hit us up. The emails still work. Frank at Frank and Eric.com. Eric at Frank and Eric.com. And, um, I don't think there's anything at Frank and Eric.com right now. No. Um, on purpose. Yeah. We don't, we don't have anything for you. Yeah. You know, it's all here. We have a newsletter. No, we don't. <laughs> it's all here. What more are we going to say yeah. in the newsletter? Yeah. Um, you know, it's wild. I was listening to some fucking, um, it's called Broken Record, this music podcast mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, what's his name? Rick Ribbon. Yeah. yeah. And Malcolm Gladwell is a part of it in some way. God, I hate that guy. Me too. Oh, I hate him. And he's like reading the ads in between segments. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening with this podcast? Because it's on his network. I see. The, and I was like, why called? are we getting ads to read on our podcast? It's a, uh, it's, it, I forget what it's called, but like the network that that show is on was started uh, by see. Malcolm Gladwell. Got it. Also, yeah, you want to advertise on Frank and Eric? <laughs> Hit us up. We'll fucking read whatever that shit yeah. is. Yeah. Hey, Aunt Gina, you got some, some money you want to give us? We'll yeah. say Aunt Gina's the best. Yeah. Every- uh, if there's a Blue Chew rep listening to this, <laughs> we'll fucking, we'll, we'll whatever fucking you want. talk about your dick pills. Yeah. Whatever we'll you whatever want. Whatever pays, the, whatever, whatever yeah. pays. Yeah. Whatever kind of wild supplements we yeah, can sell. We're we for fucking sale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's the end of the ep. And uh, we have, guess we'll see you next week. Yep. All right. Oh, stay positive. Yes.